With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. This is Maya Moore, and you're listening to Dishin and Twishin. Hi, everybody. It's David Siegel, and I'm pleased to welcome you back to the Dishin' and Swishin' podcast after a little bit of a break as we got uh, through some year-end stuff. Uh, well, you know, there's no better place to talk to anyone that knows anything about all that's going on in the world than my favorite Southern Belle, who's now a college Southern Belle. She's pledging a sorority next week, I think, and uh, it's great to welcome Lynn Dunn back to Dishin' and Swishin'. Coach, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. It's always great to talk to you. And uh, so, so did you pick your sorority to rush yet at Kentucky? Well, I have to tell you, David, you know, I'm already in a sorority. I'm a Chi-Mega. I was a Chi-Mega at UT Martin uh, with Pat Summit. And so I don't believe I can join another one. Well, it sounds like you wouldn't want to based on that kind of uh, peer group. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good, pretty powerful peer group. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's a great place to start. And I know we're a few days behind, but we back Pat week. Uh, the games were mostly played last week. There's still a couple going on. So let, let's talk a little bit about that. You know, you've always mentioned how, you know, Coach Summit was, you know, both a great friend and also you learned so much working together and against her as a coach. Uh, but let's talk for a second about now that you're, you're – on the college level, in the SEC, playing in that in that region again. Uh, what, what does Coach Summit mean when you look at things now? What does she mean to you now? How have things changed and evolved? Well, you know, the, when I think of Pat, and, and in particular with the SEC, you know, she, she was such a pioneer with helping grow women's basketball, uh, not, o- not only nationally, but in particular in the Southeastern Conference. And she is to this day and will always be a treasure in the SEC. And I think we're all, all of the coaches, head coaches and assistant coaches in the SEC, you know, we're honored to honor her. You know, we're thrilled to be a part of uh, tributes all last week, the We Back Pat Week, to just talk about uh, the powerful impact that she's had on our game, that she's had on our players, that she's had on the history of women's sports. There's just so many reasons uh, to talk about Pat and remember and treasure all that she gave us. Well, she absolutely was, and she continues to influence so many people as people like you continue to talk about her, what she has done to the game, and uh, you know the the different things that the coaches have learned from her and and continue to spread. Now, that also brings us to Coach Mitchell in Kentucky, part of the uh, Summit family tree. Uh, so, so tell me about being back in college, Coach Dunn. Uh, how, are, how are the students as opposed to, as opposed to the professionals? 
Well, you know, I, I, I loved being retired. I was retired for two years. I had my consulting company going, and I loved working with coaches, coaching coaches. And I'm not so sure that I would have come back into the college game except for a few individuals. And it would be someone like Matthew who's tied to the to the Pat Summit tree, Mickey DeMoss tied to the Pat Summit tree, Holly Warlick tied to the Pat Summit tree. So it's been a great experience for me working here with Matthew. I've known, I feel like Matthew's my son. I've known him forever, uh, 25, 30 years. And then I'm also having the opportunity to work with Kyra Elsie and uh, Nia Butts, uh, tremendous people, uh, exceptional coaches, and we all three have that tie to Tennessee. We all have a degree from Tennessee. We all, you know, know and love Pat. So that, that's been a real bonding thing, I think, for us as a staff. Uh, I've loved working, uh, again, with the college students. I've been away from the college game for 20 years, and uh, I'd forgotten how young and uh, impressionable they are, how vulnerable they are. You know, they're, they're in particular here at Kentucky, they're such great people. You know, they're student athletes. We go to class. We do our work. We work hard. They listen. They're very coachable. Um, not that the pros don't, but, you know, the pros are more focused on their careers and you know and what's going on in their in their life, uh, whereas the the, the the current college student athletes, you still have a chance to make an impact on their life. I think. And I think that uh, you know one thing that is definitely different is you know day in day out, you know you've got that attitude of you know each of these conference games means so much, while the WNBA, while each game it matters. Uh, there seems to be, you know, okay, there's another one tomorrow. We know how to deal with the winning and losing. And, you know, in the college level, it, it always seems so much more crucial, especially in a conference like the SEC. Well, I think at the college level, it's all about organization. It's all about discipline. You have X amount of time. You know, you've got classwork. You've got uh, uh, tutors. You've got study. You know, you've got to mix that all around your practice times. You've got weightlifting. You know, you've got all the things that are going on in a young person's life. Uh, and so I think one of the things that we can teach them now is how to organize their life, how to be disciplined, how to be on time. And I think all these skills that we're working on, other than just trying to win basketball games, is preparing them for their next career, whatever it may be. Now, Coach, there were some discussions and some issues. There were some coaching staff, a lot of coaching staff changes, some transfers and stuff. But it, it really seems like this group of coaches, uh, and, and now the players as an extension of that, really seem to be, you know, rolling again on the same page and everything is headed in the right direction. Well, I think it's really important as a head coach that you surround yourself with people that have the same core values that you have, the same standards that you have. Uh, and that also goes down to the players. Bring in players that fit your standards. Bring in players that value being on time, that value working hard all the time. And I think sometimes when you bring into your uh, program people that don't fit, there can be some problems. And I'm, I'm real proud of Matthew now. He's surrounded himself staff-wise with people that are on the same page with his core values, same with our players. We may not have as many players as uh, some of the other SEC teams play, but we certainly have the type players that fit into uh, the Kentucky system. Well, let's talk in particular about two of those players for a second, and those are you two seniors. Michaela Epps is a, just such a dynamic scorer, and the one that I don't think people realized how good she was is Evelyn Akator, who has just been amazing, especially the last few weeks, the way that she's 
racking up SEC honors and continually score, being game-high scorer and rebounder. Uh, they are both two tremendous players and really can impact the game on so many different ways. Yes, they are, and they're not only tremendous players, but they're great people, too. You know, they're providing great senior leadership for us. Uh, I've been extremely impressed with the growth of Evelyn, Evelyn Akatur. You know, she came from the junior college. This is really just her second year, um, you know, at Major Division One, and she continues to get better every day. I have likened her uh, to a, a Brunson that plays for uh, Minnesota because of her ability to rebound, her ability to run. She's just got so much upside at the next level. And so I'm excited about what may happen for Evelyn um, as she finishes her senior year and goes into the pros. And then, of course, you've got F, who is – I have a hard time figuring out who to compare her to. She's got the body type of a strong, physical Katie Smith. She can get to the rim. She can finish with two people on her. She's an excellent passer. Um, so she has a, a real future uh, in the pros is what I call a power guard, and there are not many of those power guards who can play the one or the two. Well, you know, you you got big games coming up still in the SEC. You've had a few already, but, uh, you know, the conference, is, as always, is dynamic and phenomenal to watch. Tonight there's a great game on television between South Carolina and Mississippi State. Uh, so so for as you watch things and you take a look at things, overall, top to bottom, what do you think of the conference this year? Extremely strong. Uh, you know, in the past, some of the bottom three or four teams, uh, it was an automatic W, not anymore. I'm impressed with what Christy Curry has done with the uh, with her team in Alabama. You know, you've got Ole Miss on any given night can beat somebody. Uh, there's just no automatic Ws. And I'm real curious about the game tonight. I'm real curious about how uh, South Carolina and Mississippi State will match up. I think a real key is going to be the health of Wilson, you know, coming back from the, the sprained ankle. Uh, when you've got those two big twin towers in there, they're difficult to deal with. Well, you got them twice more this year still. You have not played South Carolina yet. The first, They come in February 2nd, and then you go out there to end the regular season on the 26th. Yeah, that's a nice end of the season uh, that they gave you, Mississippi State and South Carolina back-to-back. Well, you know, if you, if you want to be the best, you've got to play the best. And I think as a team, as a staff, uh, we're looking forward to taking on the challenge of, of South Carolina and Mississippi State. That's how you measure yourself with the two teams that are above you in the rankings, and uh, we'll look forward to that challenge. Now, Coach, I wanted to get your opinion also on a couple other topics since uh, I would be remiss if I didn't try to ask you about everything out there in the world. Uh, start. Let's, let's look at your old league, the WNBA, for a minute. And, you know, it appears that, once again, uh, free agency is becoming an issue with a star wanting to get relocated, as people are talking about, Deladon looking to move on. You've had players that wanted to get more playing time so that you've had to move on from them. You've seen the other players do the same things. You know, it, it, what are your thoughts on a situation like this? I mean, coring does eliminate the, a lot of the ability to move people, So, but then you get into the whole holdout issues, and it, it's kind of tough for the fans. They seem to be the ones that don't uh, that kind of lose out on this whole thing. Well, I think you're right. I think it is tough for the fans. I think it's tough for your, your former teammates if you've decided to, to move and go to another team. But I think that's just part of the professional uh, – professional leagues. It happens in the NBA. It happens in the NFL. Um, and so um, I'm not surprised that uh, 
that you see players decide, okay, I'm going to hold out because I want to go over here. I, I might think I have a, a better chance of winning a championship. Um, so um, it, 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 it really isn't a surprise anymore. The, the thing I say is if you're going to lose that player, then get all you can get for her. Uh, don't, don't let her go easy. Uh, you, you know, make them pay uh, with draft picks and, and great players and make sure you've got the value of that particular player and then refocus and then move on. I guess the days of having someone like Tamika, like you did, that's happy to be where she is and going to embrace the community where she is located are, are gone, huh? Well, I think it's going to be unusual to see a player spend their entire career in one particular city. I think you're going to see more moving around. Um, I just think that's part of the game. Okay. So, And then, of course, the other thing I need to ask when it comes to, to sort of the WNBA, uh, so how was it now, have you when you played uh, – uh, have you have you you did play against Stephanie White, I believe, right? So far, did you guys play them? We this? haven't played Vanderbilt. No, you have not played them. Okay, you only have them the one game. The, we so, have one game here on February the fifth. Okay. I, I, I keep up with her. I'm following her games, and I know she's had five or six really really close games uh, that they let slip away down at the end. I think Steph's going to do a great job at Vanderbilt. She's going to have to get her system in field. She's going to have to get her kind of players. She was. She did say that she was kind of hoping to have you on the opposite end of the court, though, when she coached, because she didn't want you to be yelling to her while she was on the sidelines. Well, you know, we we have such a long-standing relationship. We've worked together for so many years. Uh, I think it's funny that all of a sudden now uh, she's in the SEC, I'm in the SEC, and then on top of that, Coach DeMoss, who was on our championship staff, is in the SEC. So how did that happen? It means the SEC knows where there's good coaches and knows how to go out and get them. There you go. I love that comment. <laughs> so let's talk about what's going on out there in the real world. Everybody knows that you have a staunch feminist and big on social causes. And uh, so talk to me about a couple of things. First of all, I'd like to get your your, your feelings on the march that was all over the world, the marches all over the world. And then related to that a bit was I saw – a couple of tweets from you talking about you saw the movie Hidden Figures and what a phenomenal movie that was and its impact on you as a person. Uh, talk, let's talk about those things for a couple seconds. Why don't you just uh, give me your thoughts and impressions? Well, moving on to the real world, uh, I, uh, I was extremely impressed with the huge numbers of women that marched on Saturday, not only in America, but all over the world. And I'm sure any time millions of people come together and march, you know, you have to think about, you know, will this make an impact? And and I do think it sends a message that women, and some uh, there were a lot of men that marched too, that they're out there marching for a purpose. I, if I had had the opportunity to march, I wouldn't been I wouldn't have been marching against. I would have been marching for equal pay for equal work, for social security, for Medicare, for cli- uh, dealing with climate change, you know, for ending racism. So, I think it's a time in our country where we came together to talk about these are the things that we are for and we want to try to send a message. So, I think that that's the way I look at it. Here's the things that we are for, and we want to make sure you understand that. And the movie, I love the movie. I got to tell you, I hadn't been to the picture. I call it the picture show. I hadn't been to the picture show in quite some time, 
and someone said, you must see hidden figures. Um, obviously, I grew up in the 50s and 60s, very aware of NASA and, the, you know, our attempt to orbit the Earth and get to the moon. I had absolutely no idea that uh, there was an African-American female uh, behind the scenes doing an enormous amount of work to get us into space. And then to find out that she was not given credit uh, for um, the things that she did was just stunning to me. Uh, as I watched the movie, I was laughing, I was crying, and I was furious. Uh, so I suggest that everyone, male, female, old, young, see this movie because it's a, an indication of what took place through the years when it came to discrimination uh, against women and women of color. Uh, I'm just so thankful that this has come to life. Well, Coach, you know, it's always great to hear everything that you have to say on every subject. And, you know, it, it's wonderful that we have people like you back teaching and uh, in coaching. I mean, education is what I always thought of when I thought of you as a coach. And, uh, and, and to have you doing that on the college level again is something that is just great to see and great for those kids. And I want to wish you continued success and continued luck. And we're going to look forward to seeing this team as it gets further down towards the road, down towards the tournament. And uh, we'll see uh, where you come up in those seeds and ranks and uh, when you make that run. Well, thank you for calling. It's been great to talk to you. Lynn, it's always our pleasure. You're welcome on Dishin' and Swishin' whenever you have anything to say. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.